Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Come on, we gotta get this podcast done. Shit, I'm coming, coming. Ah, fuck. Ah, 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 god damn it. What'd you do? Shit, I fucking stubbed my goddamn toe. Ow, fucking. Oh, oh, oh. Are you alright? Yeah, oh, oh, Steve. Boys and girls, it's juicy, baby. You could smell it's. It's like that. Uh, what's that Mexican dish where they bring it out to you in the skillet, like a black skillet. fajitas? Yes, it is. That's that's southwestern. That's this, not even Mexican. No, nah. Well, look at you. Went from Judah. I, I switched okay. over. Yeah, Holmes. All right, let's get to it. From Andre Oliver. Uh, this is going to be a little bit of a performance piece. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. Okay. Um, this is from Andre Oliver. Short and sweet. Hey, Aries, Andy. Question. Hyman Roth meets Tony Soprano. How does that scene go down? Great podcast as usual. Knocking the podca- podcast game out. Peace. Here's how it goes. Now, Hyman Roth uh, was a really, and Andy will judge me on this. He's going to be the judge. Was a really uh, slow kind of talking Jew. You know, very easy going. So I picture them sitting in Havana, Cuba, which is where Hyman lives now. And they're outside on his patio and Hyman Roth. And I'm actually taking this from The Godfather. He's got his shirt open and his whole chest and stomach looks like it's been lathered with butter. Um, and Tony's sitting next to him. <laughs> and he just says, uh, Anthony, I'm very concerned. What's this war going on we keep hearing about? I'm going to be honest with you. This doesn't sit well with a lot of the families. You know, Hyman, I talked to Paulie the other day, and I said, this war that's going on is bad for business between Jersey and New York, between Uncle June and Johnny Shack. Trust me, I'm very disturbed by this. Well, what do you oppose to do, Anthony? Because this must be resolved, and I might add, rather quickly. 
In a situation like this, there's only two things that could happen in a situation like this. You hope for a compromise. Otherwise, it ends in violence. And nobody wants violence. It brings too much unwanted attention. It's not just from the local cops, from the fucking cocksuckers in the FBI. Believe me, this will be dealt with. There you go. Yeah, this is good. So the Jew, was he all right? Yeah. It, well, it was very Hyman Roth. Very Hyman Roth? You know, Hyman Roth's a very good friend of mine. We did a lot of business. I was talking to Janice the other day. I said, tell Bobby I got to do business with Hyman Roth. All right. Hum. Okay, this one is coming from Rage J. And you know what a lot of people are doing now when they're sending me their email- emails? What up, A&A? A&A. Yeah. Oh, don't have it. <laughs> I fucking love that. <laughs> yeah, I get that. That's got to be an animated piece. A&A, A-O, get it quick before they don't have it. What up, a I'm Rage J, long-time listener, first-time emailing. What up, Aries? Have been a fan since Mad TV when I was a kid. Love the podcast. Wednesdays are my fun day to listen to you guys after I listen to Howard Stern. Wow, what a compliment. That is. Uh, that's what you guys compared to me. That's what you guys compared to for me. Okay. I'm half black, half white Jew. That's that's a good combination. That's a Lenny Kravitz combination. There you go. Yeah. I wanna get away. I wanna fly away. <laughs> All right. Um, what up, Andy, my half Jew brother? I'm also gay. Mr. <laughs> 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 Scooby was good on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you guys have a gay listener. It's raining Hallelujah. Um and you were going to say something? Yeah, I, told, I thought we would have, we have to have some gay Dude, l- I got a fucking email from a lesbian. See, I'm telling we you. We are growing. We're crossing again. over. We're crossing over. You know what I'm saying? We've been having, we've been receiving straight dick all this time. And now me and Andy about to get some gay dick. I don't know. I like how you put that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I would have I went with, we're the Allen Iverson of, com- of uh, comedy podcasts. We're crossing yeah. over left and right. That's right. I like that. Um, I wanted to thank you for something you guys said in a recent episode defending Obama. You said we have black brothers and sisters in the LGBTQ. So if Obama helped the gay community by extension, that can count as a win for black people. I like that, dog, that you brought that up. I feel the same way and was glad you made the point. It's not a total win, but it's uh, the same and was glad. Oh, but it's something. My money also got better under Obama, so I did also appreciate him for that. Moving on to Mad TV. Been watching on HBO uh, Max and realized how long I went without watching the show. Want to know what you think of this. The first two years of Mad are unlike the entire rest of the show. After the first two years, you and Deborah Wilson to me were the main reason to tune in as the funniest people on the show. Deborah is also one of the funniest people ever. Favorites were Bobby and Whitney. LMAO, you were funny as hell as Blade, which actually was a pretty costume you had. Yeah, you just showed your gayness. Uh, (laughs) Pretty. Okay. Uh, You need to keep the Mad TV stories coming, too. Anyway, see below rank. Aerie Spears, Deborah Wilson, Phil Lamar, Will Sasso, uh, Nicole Sullivan, and the rest. You got to put Mike McDonald on there. Mike was a true, funny, witty, quick, improvisational specimen. Um, 
Never watched the Bobby Lee or Key and Peele years. Aries, hang in there. I'm ranking you are the next funniest guy close to Dave Chappelle. <laughs> uh, I love that. I love how you just did that. And if you're listening to this podcast, you missed it because it, that was visual. Yeah, and, and that was on the last episode. Had tickets last year, but missed the show. Come back to the Stress Factory in New Jersey. We will be there. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, By no, we're here. It is. Yeah, we're, that day we're going to be there. And I think I emailed him and told him that too. Uh, come back to the Stress Factory in New Jersey. Take care, I and I. And thanks for entertaining us with the podcast through this pandemic. Stay healthy and safe. You too, my friend. Yeah, thanks, man. This next one is from Venable Eric. Dear Aries and Andy, thank you for turning out great professional shows. I always look forward to them. If my money wasn't so tight, I'd buy you guys some mic stands. What's wrong with our hands? Uh, okay, so just so that they understand this, this podcast is just, it's a gorilla, it's gorilla network podcast, man. We just take our shit, go from city to city. I'm not going to carry a bunch of mic stands or even two mic stands and put those in my, my luggage as well. Aries and I hold these mics on stage all the time. And I, and I try to carry nothing. I pay Andy to carry everything. Yeah. I'm not getting paid enough <clears throat> to carry everything. I'm going to be honest. I, I, I pay you. I, I try to help you when I can. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, this is just how we, this is what we work with. So yeah, I, I get it. It would be nice to have When some we get stage. to the upper echelon. When we get a studio, when we get so that we could go to any city and get into some in, into their studios, then we'll, we'll be using. I wear gaiters and silk shirts. Um, I'll get a baseball hat. There you go. I got so scared when it sounded like you guys were going to split. I know that was not. I know that was just about money, right, Andy? With that said, peep this. Was it about money? It was no. about a bunch of things. It was. It really had nothing to do with money when we oh, were going. It's it, about it, my, my attitude and my 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 shit. No, it had to do with uh, some miscommunication and then just overall difficulties. Yeah. You know, it's not – I don't know if you guys have ever been in a team before, but it's not easy always keeping a team together. And we're, we're around each other a lot. And uh, I can guarantee you we're not the two easiest people to get along with. I, I, I like Kobe. I always like Kobe. I always respect <laughs> Kobe. But he got no one to pass the ball to the big dog. If you don't feed the big dog, dog ain't going to guard the house. And I was always going to guard the house, so I respect Kobe. It's like little brother, big brother, and they're fighting. There's, there's going to always be a fight, but when it comes time for the playoffs, we're going to get together. We're going to dominate. I'm going to get 28-10. He's going to dominate on our side. This side. We're going to do what we got to do. Um, God damn, that hurts right here. <laughs> um, that dude, Talib, with the African name, has it wrong. The Black Panthers failed because the FBI and the CIA infiltrated them and straight up murdered them. I saw that actually in a documentary. Um Across the country, Garvey failed for those same reasons. Forces of the American government sabotaged those movements and many others. That individual stuff he was talking about, I find problematic. He sounds like Steve Harvey when Steve Harvey was talking to Monique. God, I wish Godfrey was here right now. What the hell? Yuck, yuck. (laughs) (laughs) I have seen people with this philosophy make great strides, but they leave the hood and you never see them again. They do not contribute to the hood they grew up in. Black people are kept poor because they, the real powers of the world, like the Rockefellers, the Morgans, the other three families escape me right now, have designed this system to be this way. It's all by design and is working quite well, according to them. Regarding his stance on music, particularly hip hop, 
The first 10 years of hip-hop were the absolute best. Those early hip-hop guys really worked and had to even design new equipment to pull it off, but none of them have patents on the equipment the designed or modified. Guys, please play some songs. I mean actual songs. These knuckleheads trying to rap over trap music, puts in parentheses, zombie music is some bullshit. Saying the N-word and F-word in every verse not only shows they do not have a command on the English language, but they lack creativity. This To me, to me this contributes to the, to the decline of not only young black people, but American society overall. How about some real music where someone is singing without tone correction with musicians playing actual musical instruments? Play some work where some play some work where someone actually sat down and composed an actual song. Songs where musicians are playing with the skills they have labored to master. Don't get me wrong, I think it's a good idea to help other entertainers, but this stuff, man, I just don't know. Peace. Eric Venable. Listen, Eric, um, if you've noticed, I don't ever um, critique who we play, and I and that's on purpose uh, because that's not what it's about. Uh, I know how hard it is for people to try and make it. And I know it's difficult and sometimes uh, scary to even know how to start. So if we can use this platform to help push someone closer to the diving board, that's what this is about. Um, My opinion doesn't matter. Uh, And listen, I don't like everything that some of the stuff we've played. I'm not a fan of it at all, but it ain't about me. It's about an opportunity for somebody to shine. So I have to remove myself and my personal feelings out of that equation because it ain't about me. It's about and it's subjective. If, if a producer or someone hears what they hear on this and goes, man, I like that. Who is that? I want to hire that person. I want to work with that person. That's a good thing, man. Um, whether I like it or not or Andy likes it or not, and I can't speak for him, don't matter. We're helping. We're giving back. Yeah. No, uh, I'm going to say that I take everything you said uh, that you sent us credible because you changed your font on what you sent us on your email. And anybody who changes their font, to me, means they they know who they are. They don't like the standard font. They want something else. Uh, So uh, I'll shout that out to you. You did a good job. on for, For me, I took you seriously just for that alone. Uh, the music that we play, again, I really do agree with what you said, everything, honestly. Uh, it's not about us. It's, right. it's, they're sending it in. We're going to put something out there, and it's for the people to listen to. And provided that these people actually uh, <clears throat> give like the give their IG handle or a way that you can contact them, you can give them your p- opinion directly. Exactly. And tell them they shit trash if you think it's trash. And that's what it's for. And if you, if you love it, then you tell them you love it. But... Th- for an artist to get played and they can hear them their, themselves on a different platform, th- that means everything to an artist. And, and again, you, you never know. Um, if someone listens to this podcast, it's an up-and-coming producer, and again, they can, they can uh, connect with that person and work with that person. Who knows where it'll lead? Um, so I'm just trying to get back, man. I'm trying to get back to the community, brother. That's all. Yeah. All right. These next two. Are a doozal. <laughs> Here we go. Um, this is from my girl Farah. You know, Farah, I thought about this the other day. You have earned the right now to earn a song. You are just like Shamor. Her amount of loyalty. My Sherry Amor. 
you have earned, I have come up with a jingle for you because uh, you are our, I would say, I don't even want to say second, but Shamor was first. So she's our 1A, you're our 1B loyal female listener. So I've come up with a song for you too every time before I read your email. Farah, Farah, no time is a good time for you, love. Okay. You know what song that was? No. You never heard that song? No, I know I know it, but... In the 80s. Yeah, but... Sarah. Oh, Sarah. Sarah. Yeah. And I don't know the rest. Okay. I'll be butchering the white 80s songs. Um, if Biden wins, Andy owes reparations for trying to mentally rear the podcast public. I died laughing when that one emailer called Andy out on his bullshit, especially after the no-lube fuckeries you tried pulling during the last email episode. I didn't say that. Should be tattooed on your untoned-ass cheeks, my guy. It's crazy you both obviously answered the Noxima Noxima Jackson movie question from my previous email, and Andy showed his ass by saying, yeah, you got to pay your taxes or you'll go to prison. During that last email podcast, Noxima Jackson is Wesley Snipes from the movie Too Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Judy Newmar. Julie Newmar is actually what it is. Um, if you want to watch some uncomfortable but can't look away shit, please watch that movie. Anyways, Wesley did the same shit in terms of tax loopholes that Trump did, but his ass got sent to prison for tax fraud. I wonder why. White Mexican, white Mexi, Mexi nigga, I dare you to say your, to say your tramp stamp tat right now. What? Okay. You want to finish reading, or you want to respond? No, no. Get finished reading because it's just another sentence, right? Uh, yeah. There's more. Oh, okay. uh, I will. Oh res- no, then I want to respond to this. Go more. ahead. You want to respond right now? Yeah, because right away she, she loves. She, she, this is the second time she's did this, where she said, "I said it." We were talking about. Neither one of us knew the song that she's talking about. The when, movie, the scene. Noxima Jackson. Okay, Noxima Jackson movie quote I could, I couldn't in the recall. previous email, and Andy shows his ass by saying, "Yeah, you got to pay your taxes. You, you go to prison." I said the government doesn't fuck around. You got to pay your taxes. They'll put you in prison. I, I don't even know what I, I said that to. I, that was about the song though. The, the the rapper that got sent to jail and it was supposed to be now for unemployment. I thought it was for taxes. We both thought it was for taxes. Okay. That's I don't I don't even know what I said here. I don't know about this. It's obviously crazy. The Noxima Jackson movie question. Question from all oh, from her previous email. Andy showed his ass by saying, "Yeah, you go to prison. Yeah, if you don't pay your taxes, I don't understand. I don't understand what what she's saying. Yeah, she's saying that you 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 made it seem like uh, you don't pay your taxes, you go to prison, but somehow Trump is not in prison and he wasn't paying his taxes. You don't know what taxes he's paid. We don't have that information. It says that he paid seven hundred fifty dollars, so he paid taxes. I don't know what the loopholes are. But again, when we were in our previous podcast, we talked about money. And how you use your money can be a problem. Trump has lawyers and people, and if if uh, uh, if you have that, you can get through a lot of different things with your taxes. I'm not. I never said Trump shouldn't be have a problem for his taxes. But you're compare. I don't under. I, when did I say Trump shouldn't be in trouble for his taxes though? Like if if uh, well, they think, find I, his taxes, I, 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 I think out. what she's alluding to is, you know, Trump isn't really paying his taxes. He's finding whatever bullshit loopholes he could go through. And like the same story goes, you know, uh, tax breaks for the rich. The rich could get away with shit. 
that Wesley couldn't get away with. Wesley couldn't get away with it. Uh, other artists have not gotten away with it. And a lot of those artists are black. And there's a lot of white people that go to prison for tax fraud every year. But you don't hear about it that way because white people go to prison all the time for tax fraud. It's not a big, it's not a big story. I, I, I don't understand what your point is. If I, if I understood your point, I, I'd be able to argue whatever you're saying. I don't understand your point. Trump, I don't know what Trump's done with his taxes. He won't release them to anybody. So we don't know what he's done. All I said about Trump is he pays a lot of taxes because he has businesses that pay employment tax. So the idea that that 750 is all he's ever paid is disingenuous to the fact that he has paid a lot of taxes. Trump is a fucking con man and a ripoff motherfucker. He has hurt people because he doesn't. He has lawyers, and he can he can string people out, including the U.S. government, because he can wrap it up in lawsuits, and that's what he's doing right now with the election that he's trying to do. So I don't know what your point is. If you ask Wesley, he went to jail because he didn't pay his taxes. I don't know what to tell you. That's why he went to jail. Well, she's chance more. That's why Willie Nelson had to pay his taxes, and they they confiscated everything. I don't know what to do. I don't. I don't even understand what. There's no question there. There's no answer. There's no rhyme. There's no riddle. Go on. I, I will respond with timestamps. Test me, especially now with the possibility of a half Jamaican female VP. I am feeling extra at the moment. Funny. Andy, you tell me I am, and she puts in caps, so emotional, and I somehow misquoted Trump for some shit I found on multiple news sites, yet you sound like you got two tampons in one hole. Oh, what news sites should I get my information from, Andy? Please stop lying about Trump, not saying what he did about Mexicans. You sound like you're trying to convince me that you don't have a finger in your ass, and when I smell the doo-doo, I see the boner. I wish I could do... Uh, Peter Griffin right now. He said, dear, dear. (laughs) Andy, listening to you on Thursday with the stress of the end of this fucking election, actually tell me what I heard and saw on TV and can back it up with fucking Google. Was wrong. uh, Google was wrong. Made me happy. This regime of misinformation may be hopefully over very soon. That was probably a run-on sentence. Yeah, it kind of felt that way. <laughs> uh, but I might have just helped save the country so I can do whatever the fuck I want. Again, below is the direct quote. In June of 2015, while Trump was a presidential candidate, he said, when Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. He added, they're sending people that have a lot of problems, and they're bringing those problems with us. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists, and some I assume are good people. How many more uh, publications do I have to visit to read the same racist shit for you to be convinced he said that? You are used to yelling, I didn't say that. Uh, You are are used to yelling, I didn't say that. That now you're trying to apply it to shit Trump has said. How about you find the quote that you trust is verified and read it on the podcast? That email episode made you sound... Like a full-on MAGA-loving, made-in-China hat-wearing, probably has a few dreads in your beard, and you, and you girl is scared of getting that kitty eaten now due to the rug burn. Elderly man, you. Again, run-on sentence, but I fucking deserve it. I don't. <laughs> Please, for fucks and giggles, uh, remix that comment on Mexicans for me just one more time, hoping this will be the last few months of this Tabasco enema of an administration. I could go on 
Uh, but we might be about to make history. So catch you on the non-Trump flip side. Hopefully. Farah. Farah. I will. Oh. No time is a good time for your love. Okay, you want the email? Yeah, so yeah. I can read, because I got it. Because yeah. the quote she actually put out is the actual quote. Yeah. For the very first time. Shit. Let me just do this, because I'm saving this part. Oh, you got to save some more? Yeah. Okay. So the quote is correct. Uh, he said, when Mexico sends the people, they're not sending their best. That is true. Uh, in, in the aspect that, let, 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 wait, let me, let me finish this. This is, that was the quote. And then he paused. And like you said, he added, and this is the quote that people read on the news. Without the other part, they're sending people, that, and not even that part, they're, bringing, they're saying this. They're bringing uh, Trump, they're bringing, they say, this is the part that they quote. They're bringing drugs, they're bringing crime, they're rapists, and some, I assume, are good people. That, in context, without the other part, doesn't make any sense. That was the part that I was talking about, that they only read that part. So, yes, you did your homework. That's very good. All you other did is just tried to be insulting with tampons. Uh, I don't have a tampon. I don't even have a box of tampons. But, honey, you have tampons. So uh, I don't know where you came at me with this. I got I to gotta defend something real quick. Go ahead. Now, you're saying that they read the quote where he just says, says they're rapists and they're, and they're, and, uh, they're the bringing crime. crime. They're bringing right. drugs. They're bringing crime. But and they're, they're not saying the part about um, they're not sending their best. Because what, what, yeah, well, that's what you're saying, right? They're, they're not. They're leaving that part out. There's a. There's actually some more to this besides this. But this was the. This was a better quote. Yes. Okay. Now here's the argument, and we we talked about this already. You don't need to hear that second part, that first part, to know where he's going with that. Because again, let's be honest. The majority of the Mexicans and Mexicans that come into this country are their best. There are. There may be an occasional rapist, or or person involved with drugs and crime but that's not the majority you're not, the majority is the best i'm going to tell you something that you're missing completely because you what am I missing? because you want to because you just well, no, no, want no. yeah i want to what okay you want to dislike the person no yeah no yeah I'm, I'm telling you what the person is why doing. in arizona, in arizona the, oh, hold up andy what the person is doing is blowing a dog whistle it is can we agree on this do you think that the majority of the people coming here from mexico are rapists and criminals? Yes or no? no? I can't answer that. Why you can't just say yes because, or no? no? Because you're at, because there's two questions that you're not getting. That's part of this. One: Are they coming legally or illegally? Doesn't make a difference. Yes, it does. Because the reason a lot of people come here illegally is because they can't get across the border legally because they have convictions. White people came here illegally, so let's dead that. No, no, no. I don't want to talk about that. can't do that. Yeah, we can't, can't do, do that. No, because we have laws to enforce now. We actually have Also, because we didn't have laws, then it was okay we to have, come here and rape and pillage and destroy an entire race of people? Bring smallpox over in blankets and kill people. That no, was okay? It wasn't okay, but we can't go back and fix that. We're talking about right now. Right now. And the reason Mexicans have been supporting Trump and the reason he got a large support is because they, Mexicans in this country, know that they don't want those problems that's happening in Mexico and below with other countries coming up into this country. So when you say illegal or legal, it makes a big difference. When the media keeps on saying immigrants, that's not what we're talking about. You have to structure this completely correct. We bring we in, we bring in more immigrants every year. Every year, a million people—it's approximately a million people—come in. I don't legally to this country. Andy, your argument would fly if 
the source wasn't who he was. But that's but, the problem. But, but, but that's but, the source. Oh, okay, but what I'm saying is, when you look at the source, when he says um, they're not sending their very best, some are good people, but we're getting criminals and rapists. Dude, that's not the majority of the people coming here. It's the opposite. The majority of the people coming here are their very best. They are good people. Yes, there's some bad shit sprinkled within that, but that's always going to be the case. Pe but that's not the majority. People. And for him to say that is dangerous and it's irresponsible. He hasn't made a good quote the whole fucking time he was president. So what are you defending then? I want the media to give out the actual quotes, not just come out and say because they don't like them, they're bringing drugs, they're bringing crime, they're rapists. So that's you, the quote. So, so you, need, you, quote. you need the first part of that quote. Yes. Because yes. that's going to change what? It changes the overall conversation. But what does it change? What does it change? Because like you just said, can you ask me, uh, yes or no, how did you say? How did you ask your question? I said illegal or or legal, and you you don't have a difference in structure on those two. No, that wasn't what I said. What I was asking you was, uh, yes or no to, fuck. Now nah, I'm fucked up. Uh, oh, I said I said, do you believe that the majority of people come to this country is murderers or rapists? Yes or no. The majority of people coming to this uh, country in terms of the Mexicans. No. Okay, then. So if, if But we, he was talking specifically about illegal immigrants coming across okay, the border. Okay, so the illegal immigrants coming across the border, do you think the majority is rapists? No, but how many murderers and rapists do you want to come over? Oh, Andy, that's ridiculous. Of course you want none, but that's not reality. But that's the purpose of, the, uh, of border control. That is the purpose of border so, control. So you think that if, if it was done the right way, legally, there still wouldn't be murders and rapists coming in here? We have murders and rapists here all that are here. Okay, so then what's your point? Do you so you want more? It's not a question about more. The people that, that crashed those planes in the 9-11 got here the right way. They took courses. They did everything the right way to commit murder. So you could still do everything the right way and be a heinous individual. Yeah. He, let, 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 let's take this a different step because this isn't making sense to me because I'm supposed to say I didn't say it because I, I didn't say that when I'm talking about the actual quotes. The quotes are important to because you need to say what was actually said. This is the quote that they give on, on the television. You say, does it need to be in there? Let me just ask you this. If I just said to you, they're bringing, uh, they're bringing drugs, they're bringing crime, they're rapists. That's a big difference in the, uh, than the, the quote itself. That's a big difference. Now you're saying that he just called every Mexican drug dealers because they're saying he, uh, he called Mexicans. He called them all drug dealers, rapists, and uh, what else do you say? Andy, we know the quote. Okay. We know the quote. And, even as, and even, as, even as you read it in its entirety, it still doesn't change the fact that we know what he was really doing. We know what he was really doing. Listen. Well, if, well, okay, if, then if, tell, boy, me what boy, he's, boy, tell me what he's really doing. Boy, boil this down to a numbers game. Statistically, you really think that if they could add up all the people that have come over to this country, illegal immigrants, and, and run a background check, you think the majority of them are criminals and drug dealers and rapists? Of course not. The majority of them are good people. So when he says, sends its people, they're not sending their best. Mexico's not sending their, their best. best. But they are. 
The, the, the majority of the people are not murderers, rapists, and criminals. So they are sending their best. They're hardworking people who want to live a good life and take care of their families. They are sending their best. Is there an occasional rapist, drug dealer, and murderer? Yeah, that's par for the course. So by you saying the opposite, they're not sending their best. They're sending murderers and rapists and drug dealers and criminals. Some, I guess, are good people. Now you're, now you're feeding right into the fears of racist white America who doesn't like them to begin with because they're racist white Americans. Then why did Mexicans support Trump? Because the same way some coon niggas supported no, Trump. No, you what know, do you mean? No, because I'm telling you why. Because I lived there and I know why they did it. Okay, they did it because they came over legally. They did their process. Illegals come. So you think that's it? No, I think that's part. You of think it. that's solely it? No, I, I think it's a major part of it. I think it's a this major is where part. Nary of Nary would be good to come in. I wish Nary was here because he would tell you what I'm telling you. You have coons in every in every facet. Mexicans, blacks, gays. Let me ask you this question. If you stood in line, when you're standing, if you stood in line at a club, and I'm just saying it's a club, and you're standing in line and you're like waiting. Yeah, you're, you're, you're waiting. Yeah, you're waiting to get into the club. And they got the little clicker. They're clicking people in and clicking people out. And people are entering through the back door, the side door, and you're still waiting outside. They say, I can't let you in until the right amount of people are out. And they're sneaking in. They're coming in through the front and the back. Are you irritated? No, because I'm one of the niggas that sneak in through the back. Okay. They're irritated because they did it the right way. They're irritated because they came here and they put all. Oh, there's a problem with our immigration system that needs to be fixed. Trump isn't the only problem. Our immigration system is not working correctly. Okay, Andy, we know that. That's a given. Okay, we know that. Okay, again. So then, give the whole quote. Why just give the part where he but said? You don't need the whole. Quote yes, you to do. Know what he was doing. He listen. We're talking about a man who was not honorable. Listen to a what man you just said. No. Let, let me just say human you, being. But what did you, you say? You think he meant the right thing? Let me just say what you just said. I don't need the whole quote. I don't need the whole quote. No, because, I'm saying to you, I don't need the whole quote to know what he meant because when you see the whole quote, you know what he meant. Dude, I, I don't need to see doo-doo to know it's near me. It comes with a stench. I disagree with you because I heard it when it was said originally, and I didn't take it that he said all – because this is the quote that would come on the news. All, Trump said all Mexicans are bringing crime, they're rapists, and they're drug dealers, and I assume some are good people. That was the quote that they would give out. Let's stop with Some this. they wouldn't even do the assume. Listen, we're comedians. We, we make our living on wordplay. Yeah. We know how to say certain things to evoke an emotion. Stop right there. Assume. I assume. I assume. Listen to that. I assume. But really, that's not even. But that's not even. They didn't even quote that. Even as, as, as I've seen that it. quote on TV. Rarely. They they usually just do the three parts. Like right I there. said, I don't need to see doo doo to know it's near me. It comes with a stench. So that's I, a good so, point. Okay. A so point. I don't need the whole quote because okay, I know he's doo doo. I know the stench. I know what he's doing. I don't need the whole quote. And when you hear the whole quote, you know what he's doing. You know what he means. Wink, wink. I assume, wink, wink, they're not sending their best. I didn't, wink, wink. I didn't get wink, wink. Criminals, rapists, and murderers, wink, wink. I didn't get wink. I didn't get that from this. Well, that's a shame. No, it's not because there's a problem because I'm looking at the bigger problem. Our immigration is a big problem. And when you say they're not sending the best, when it says right here, I have more of a problem with this. Trump uh, said they're not sending their best. You know what? This is the bigger problem with uh, if you really want to talk about uh, white America, white Britain, that's the bigger problem. Because what they do, when you say uh, they're not sending their best, this is what we do as a country. This is what the, the British do as a country. They have some of the best universities. 
And then they take and pilfer the best people from all over the world to come and give them jobs in our country. Or they, they do it in Britain, too. They do it in France somewhat. These, a lot of these people need to go back to the countries they are to develop their countries, to help bring their countries along. So what we do is we bring over the best. We invite them with big paychecks to our, our corporations. And those people are the ones who could make differences in their country. This is the problem with our immigration system. We need the middle. We need, we need the good people, like you're just saying, who come over here to work hard to be part of our country. But when we're stealing the best people, the best, and we're taking them out of countries that need development, these people who have got a great education, who can go back and make a difference in their homelands, that's where, this, is, this is where we're still pilfering today. When you talk about taking the land, now we're taking the intellect. We're taking the intellect from countries abroad that have problems, and we're bringing them here for dollars. This right here, they're not sending our, their best, is a bigger problem than what you're reading here. So are you saying they should be sending their best? No. The best, when we pilfer those, the best people, the best, the best educated, the best people, when they bring them over from other countries to get a, a high-paying job in this country, yeah, they can send money back home, but they're not back home making the difference because this people who got this great education can actually go back to their country and make a difference. We're pilfering that to make our country better, and that's why other countries are in ruin because our immigration policies, our immigration system rewards this helps our corporations steal the best intellect from the world, and that's why we're having, that's contributing to why there's other problems in the world. You're caught up in this and this dude, and this is a misquote, but in the quote, you can, this, when I said, when they just read this part, it's a misquote. They're not giving the full quote, but this right here, this is the bigger problem. This is the bigger problem in all of our immigration. The countries that have stole which is this country that was stolen, Britain who stole more than anywhere else because they controlled all the property, they're still doing it. This is a bigger problem. Okay. People are hiding problems. Uh, and you're, you guys are, are caught up because he said uh, they're drug dealers, rapists, and, and criminals. And I assume some are good people. This isn't the problem. You might call that. You might say that's a dog whistle. I read the whole thing when he said it. I didn't take it that way. I I thought, thought of it as specific people that he's talking about that were coming up. Not, not the whole. I didn't. I didn't take it that he said all Mexico. Okay, is I, rapist and drug dealers. All right, we, we we can go on with this for the rest of the hour. So let's move on because we got a lot left. Um, this next one's from Dan. I thought there. Were, oh, there's Dan Mondo. Okay, gotcha. Was Andy dropped on his head as a baby? Let's just get one thing out of the way very early. Andy, without a doubt, defends Donald Trump, and I truly believe is a fan of his. He actually defended Trump pretty much every single episode since he's become a topic. There have been instances where he'll interrupt you to counter your point saying Trump didn't say that when clearly he did. I mean, he'll actually interrupt you to correct you, then think you and the listeners are stupid to believe what he said is a defense isn't a defense, LOL. Or maybe Andy's definition of defending differs from the 7 billion other people on the planet. Um, this past Thursday episode opened with pretty much you running down a list of fucked up things Trump has done via fans email and Andy, and Andy countering it. Of course, at the end saying, I'm not defending him. Andy, I honestly don't know how you can say you're at all connected to your Mexican heritage when every chance you get, you jump up to passionately defend Trump, Trump's quote 
about sending Mexicans rapists and criminals. Tell I don't. What was the quote that he just read? We, we, hold okay, on. But yeah, but, but just read this know, quote we again. Just did, no, no, but we just did it. We don't have to read it again because that's what I, people have been handed. I know. I don't care about your little. He had a pause, comma, and period after the second to last word. Bullshit. If a white guy publicly said anything that even teeters on being disrespectful towards black people and what we bring to this country, there's zero defense. There is no room for getting the quote right when either way you look at it, it's fucked up. I could see Andy and Nazi Germany like Hitler actually saying X, Y, Z, let's get the quote right and take uh, and take him down the right way. Meanwhile, he's slaughtering people left and right. You, sir, are a fucking clown. And while we're at it, it's okay. Uh, and while we're at it, okay, Andy, give me an actual quote of his that was unequivocally, uh, we can unequivocally hang him on. I doubt you can because every vile thing that comes out of that man's mouth, you defend as a misquote or say that he has said it before he became president, which also, which is also stupid because of, for, the, for the millionth time, you don't just wake up January 1st of election year as a brand new person. But I'll wait. Let me ask you, Andy, if there was an outright racist presidential candidate that hated Mexicans and wanted to get the point across, do you think he'd get up on a podium explicitly say Mexicans are rapists and criminals? Or do you think he'd find a slick and subtle way to get that point across so that people with a real brain can read between the lines and understand what he's saying? And people without a brain can argue he didn't say Mexicans are rapists. I'll go with B. You're not the sharpest tool in the shed. By your own admission, so I get it. In a nutshell, one cannot distinguish what you say from someone at a Trump rally or on a political panel arguing for Trump. How you can't see that you all are saying the same thing is beyond me. But again, you're not the sharpest tool in the shed, so I get the disconnect. Andy is a fan of Trump and his inability to be principled, grab his nuts with regard to an issue, and take a stand on literally anything precludes him from outright stating it. I finally get it. LOL. Side note. Andy says he doesn't take a side on a lot of things. No, no, no. You take a side on anything. I'd actually like to put you both to the test and pinpoint a single thing Andy has taken a concrete stand on. Anything. He doesn't and hasn't. It's not in his scared man DNA. You're pretty much scared of everything. Scared of saying certain jokes. Scared of saying the N-word. Scared of Aries mentioning names of people you've done foul shit on the podcast, who've done who've done foul shit on the podcast. You're just a frightened individual. LOL. So Aries, the next time he goes on a five-minute tirade about how Trump didn't say that, Trump actually paid his taxes. What a fucking joke you are for actually thinking this. Trump isn't a racist, etc. And then sums it up with, I'm not defending him. Please smack him because he called you stupid or deaf to your face. And P.S. I know Andy has his go-to tactic where someone of color writes in to call him out. Same as 80 other people, but he does his white man thing and flips it and says the person is mad, angry, someone did something to them for a long time ago, etc., etc. Instead of email, instead of addressing the accusations, that's called gaslighting, Andy. You had the nerve to tell one of the majority of your podcast listeners make more money podcast majority of your podcast listeners make more money than Andy at half his age. I have a bigger crib. Shout out to that shitty one bedroom apartment Andy just moved into. Don't have a don't have a cunty girlfriend. Y'all admitted it. They have to beg for blowjobs from and can pronounce three syllable words with no issue. No motherfucker. 
we feel bad for you, LOL. I love the LOLs. <laughs> I know your brain doesn't work too well. I remember an episode where you couldn't remember Al Pacino's name four seconds after Aries said it. Get that head checked out seriously. I'm concerned. But yes, it's gaslighting. And no, we're not mad, angry, harboring feelings from our childhood. We hear a white man spewing bullshit, and we're calling him out on it. None, uh, no more, no less. Y'all be safe. Dan from D.C. Damn. All right, Dan. Where my dogs at? Uh-huh. Can I, can I have this part? Yeah. Dan from D.C. First of all, you're right. That is gaslighting when you do that. But when people come at me and talk shit about, uh, like Farage's did, with fingers up the ass, that I don't, that's not respectful. I'm not going to do that. You actually put together a well-defined email that I will comment on. One, shout out to my shitty bedroom. It's a two-bedroom, so it may be shitty, but I got an extra room that you didn't hear about. Um, let, let's go through this a little bit. We got three emails for an hour. Yeah, let's get one thing. Okay, defending Donald Trump. I'm defending the state of the country. State of the country is I want proper quotes. I want people to understand what people have said, and you take them down for the right reasons. That's it. When you said I'm I'm a Trump supporter, that's hard to say when I didn't support Trump. Now, if you don't like my rhetoric and you feel that it is Trump-like and it supports Trump, that's a bigger problem. But I. I only say what is truth as far as I see it. Uh, when you said that about my Mexican heritage, there's Mexicans that support Trump. Uh, I'm not actually one of those. Uh, my vote did not go for Trump. So I don't know what your definition of supporting someone is. My definition is supporting the truth. And no matter how bad you are, and when we call Trump the most racist president is ridiculous. Do you think he's the most racist president? Absolutely. He is? Absolutely. You don't think that the slave owners that were presidents were more racist? Okay, I get it. If you're going to do that, I mean, I'm talking about it. That's a different era. But let's be honest. If slavery could exist right now, he'd be a master. Okay, so He'd be an owner. You think he wouldn't buy slaves? You think he wouldn't buy niggas? I I think if we went, I I don't know how I should say this. I think that if we could go and find out who owns actually slaves today, I, I would wonder... I'm wondering if he would if he has some. Wonder but, and if would, I'm what? Saying, I wonder today. No, no. Listen, there are slaves today. There are slaves in the Middle East. I'm asking this question. I personally would. I'm wondering if that man would own if he has ownership in some. Don't Donald Trump. Yes, I'm not saying he does because I don't have any paperwork, but I would be curious right. if they did the paperwork to find out if, if any businesses that he has there has people that have ownership that he has ownership in. Well, I don't I don't want to I don't know about all that from I, the Middle East. So, and I know I've heard that yeah, about okay. there being slaves. I'm, I'm talking about colonial okay, no, 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 America. I know I know what you're talking about, but I'm saying when you what you just said about Trump, would he own some back then? I'm saying I'm curious to as of today. Back then, we could go with yes. Okay. But I'm even saying curious today. So when you say that I'm supporting this person, by speaking the truth, I'm not supporting someone. I am trying to get quotes correctly because I feel, and this may be just me as an idiot, as a dumbass, but every time you misquote this guy, every time that you say something that is taken out of context, you make his supporters rapid. You bring more people out to support him. His supporters are already rapid. They're going to bring out. They came out in full force because they felt that this election, because what Trump did is saying that they're stealing the election. They came out in full force because that nigga was in office for eight years 
and they finally had somebody to represent their voice. Oh, so you think that you think that all the people that support Trump not, are you one of the- not not you know what? Some of them were probably good people. Some of them I assume are. you can assume a few were good people. Yeah. But I think they weren't sending their very best. But so but that that would be my question for you. You really think that, that that's what they're supporting is the ra- the racism? I, I, I believe it was because Obama backlash. Yes, yes. What yes. it was white lash actually. Like like the joke that Alonzo Bowden says that's close to my saying. Not all white people are racist, but as a race, you're known for racism. Do you remember what the joke was? What the quote was? Remember he did it on Joe Rogan uh-uh. about not all Trump supporters are racist, but. Uh, Oh God, I'm, I'm so I'm, not all Trump supporters are racist, but if you're a Trump supporter, I'm fucking up the quote, but it was something similar to what I said. Not all Trump supporters are racist, but they are racist. I, I, I'm fucking it up. I okay. can't do it justice. But he said something similar to what I said, but in a in a Trump uh, twist. Uh, okay, let's go back to this. Back to uh, DC here. Uh, again, like this is the first time this has ever happened. Oh what? my God, three emails for an hour. Go ahead. No, I'm going to do it really quick. No, no, you got the right to, you know. No, I'm going to do it really quick because I actually appreciated his email. It was, it, was our, it was put together well. He didn't try to come at me with anything but what I said. You thought Ferris was worse than this? She was using tampons, fingers, doo-doo. What, what, this, this email. Uh, listen, I, I admit she went a little hard, but, no, but, but, but it, this one is 10 times worse. Yes, but it, but it has a point to it. This one was just. She's, they're saying the same thing, essentially. Yeah. But this one's using graphic. I, I, I know the tampon thing and the it, fingers in the booty to, to, to the try doo-doo. to make their point. You don't have to say that if you're making a point. If you have a good I point get to you, make, I get you. But he's you making, do know, you do know, they're really saying the same thing. But he's making a point by not not even using that. He's actually being. And, and, and listen, listen. This is an intelligent email. I, I know, but but whether it's tampons in the booty and doo doo, he's saying a couple things that are insulting too. I understand that and unnecessary. But he put it together in a way that it's in. Uh, I, I I thought this was. I, I really thought Ferris was just. She just wanted wanted to take it to another level where this is actually put together well. Like I feel like I need to defend this one. This one I laughed at. All right. Uh, let's see. Again, in this you you put you put the quote in, which is just the last part of the quote. Put the whole quote in. Stop bringing his people out. That's my point. This is why I I don't even I don't even understand. I do understand. I'll, I'll keep going really quickly here. Fucked up, looked away. Uh, give me an extra. Uh, as far as not remembering people, even after he said it, you're right. I don't have short-term memory. I have issues with that. I've already said it on the podcast, so if you don't know that, I, I, I don't know what I can do for you. That's part of my charm. Uh, let me ask you if there's outright racist president Kim Mitzkin wanted to get the point across. Uh, no, he wouldn't say it's slick. He would say it's slicker than that. He would say it maybe like, uh, like a president who might have given a eulogy at a KKK member's rally, uh, KKK member's funeral. You know who that is, right, though? Do you know who that is, Mr. DC? That's the guy who was just elected. So do you, do you, do you not see that someone who's an idiot and can't uh, put together a sentence structurally correct might be give away who he is? And I think Trump has. But we're voting for people that their whole job was to put together uh, a facade, and that's who we're voting for. I can't believe that out of our two choices, of uh, uh, Democrat and Republican, these are the only people that we found to run the country. So if I'm harsh because I can't stand uh, both sides, and if I'm telling you to be honest about both sides, 
That's all I'm asking for. But if you think that people are not smart enough to be able to put out the full quotes, to be able to put out everything into uh, the atmosphere, to hold the media accountable for what it says so that it can't bring out the other side and saying that it's misquoted, then uh, and, and you don't think that people are smart enough to figure that out, I think that's a bigger problem. I think we need to put everything out there, get the information, and then we put it together the right way. Uh, again, like I said, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. I never, I say it all the time on here. I'm a comedian. This isn't my job, uh, but I made it my job, I guess, when I started talking about this. Trump a fan, not a fan, Trump fan. And what you said, though, is very important to you. You said he isn't going to change on the day he was elected. Well, no one was calling Trump out for being a racist in uh, New York before he was elected either, before he started running for president. Yeah, he did get in trouble, though, for, uh, with his dad for uh, housing, housing, housing. But so did like every major developer in New York at yeah, that but time. That, we don't do that. No, 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 Trump. no, no, no. Fuck what everybody else did. We talk about Trump. And when you go, he wasn't known for being a racist, that doesn't mean he wasn't. I, I didn't say that. He hadn't been exposed yet. I, 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 that's what I'm saying, though. You know, you say you don't change. I'm saying that that tape that they played was 11 years earlier. I'm not saying he shouldn't be held accountable to that tape. I'm saying that that was 11 years before he was ever president. They never played the full tape because they didn't want you to hear what was being said before. They didn't want you to hear what Billy Bush was saying. NBC didn't release that. They only released the segment that makes Trump look bad. Released the whole thing, and that what, way what you segment? know that whoa, 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 he looks whoa, whoa, whoa. bad. What segment was that? Grab him by the pussy. So they only released the segment that made him look bad. So if they had released the whole segment, let's let's wait, 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 wait. yeah. If they had released the whole segment, still would look bad. Okay, but we would know exactly what was said. What I'm oh, saying is, God, dude, Andy, you don't dude, think dude. you don't understand what I'm saying. I know exactly what you're saying. What am I saying? What I don't understand what you're doing is you keep going. If they released the whole segment, but you also just admitted. He would still look bad. He would. So why do we need to see the whole segment when we know what the end result is? Because that's what, if you're entitled to hear part of it, why aren't you entitled to hear the whole thing? Okay, Andy, let's go again. Why do you need to hear the whole segment if the result is the same? Because you hearing the whole segment changes the result? It does. It does somewhat. How? When you listen to that, he's talking about a very specific person, people. He's talking about Hollywood people. He was talking about being in Hollywood. And the, I don't want to break this up because I don't know what was said before. What I'm trying to say is release everything. Why can't you release everything? Why, why don't you want to know the whole thing? Let me ask you this question. You said you don't need to know it. Why don't you want to know it? Because we know it stinks. Again, let me say it again. I don't need to see it. If I can smell doo-doo, I know it's doo-doo. I want all the information. Oh, God. I always have. Wow. Wow. But I feel I can This make- is why people say you sound like you're defending Trump. You're defending something that should be undefendable. I want... Or indefendable, whatever the saying is. I want to make an informed decision, not based on emotion and partial, a- and partial information. Yeah, because you said, you, said I, I, you feel it. You know what he said. You know what it is. Do you think there's times you could have been misquoted? Well, anybody can take something out of context. So give out all the information. But, um, but, but why, take it why, out of- Okay, then why didn't NBC release well, well, hold the whole up, thing? But, but taking it out of context is different from a misquote. Okay. 
why didn't NBC release the whole thing then? Why didn't they release the whole tape? I don't know why. But ha- doesn't, they- doesn't it bother you that you don't know why? No, because the part that matters is what we heard. This is a man running for president of the United States yeah. talking about grabbing women by the pussy. Yeah. What else do you need to hear? He shouldn't be president. I never said he should have been president in the first okay, place. Okay, but based off that alone, it should have ended it. But it didn't. So, so what the, are you defending? So play the whole tape. Because For what? Maybe there's more on there. Maybe it would have been so bad that maybe it could have made a difference. That wasn't bad enough? Nope. Obviously it wasn't. Wow. What, what would have been wrong with releasing the whole tape? I don't see why, why you didn't the whole tape. I have a better question, though. The better question is why didn't they want to release it? I can't answer that. I'm not NBC. Okay, you're not NBC, but you, you're okay with them just giving you what you want to hear. To, it's to not say, a question no, no, of what I want yeah, to hear. It's enough for you to go, he shouldn't be president. Give me the whole tape. I want to hear okay, exactly so, what so, it is. So if you had had the whole tape and you had heard it all, you still would have went, now that I heard that, He's fit for office. No. What I could have done is said, do you hear that whole tape? You hear what they said? Why are you still voting for this guy? But as long as you don't release the whole tape, people could say, well, it's locker room talk. He was instigate. You can do things You know what's it. so dangerous about what you're saying and so fucked up? Is now you sound like one of those white people when black people get fucked up by the police go, let's see the whole tape. No. It's not the same at all. How is it not the same? You saw what needed to be seen that's fucked up. You know, I take that back. Well, I don't take it back. But here's where it gets slippery. This is a slippery slope. Because one could make the argument that prior to the cop killing that person, what if there was something on the tape that led to a reason why the cop had to do it? Now, I'm being technical. But come on, man. We know... 99.9% 99.9% of the time when cops have killed niggas on tape, the nigga didn't do shit to cause the cop to have to kill him. We know the majority of the time. Technically, that th- there may have been an instance or two where it's like, yo, you needed to see the whole tape. But come on, man. Come on, yo. The reason, the, the difference is, one is words where we don't have an end result. We don't have, what we have is they didn't release the whole tape. He went out and he ran for president and he won. Release the whole tape, maybe he doesn't when win. When you say one is words, what do you mean? It's wor- we have with these words of Trump. Right. Maybe if they release the whole tape, maybe he doesn't win. Maybe he doesn't win. When, you, when, I'm, when you're talking about when I see police brutality and I see somebody get shot who doesn't have a gun, I don't need to know what happened before. I don't care if he spit on the officer. I don't care if he threw a punch. There's a difference between an unarmed person and someone shooting them than someone who you had half the conversation and you, don't want, to, you want to know what the rest is. I think that if you were to release what he said, I think if you hold someone accountable to what they say, not miss. Okay, so, so the history that we have of Trump and he do it even, uh, what was his, my man, Dan, whatever his name, Dan. D.C. D.C. When he goes, we've seen a mountain of evidence consistently of Trump being a vile human being. What makes you think there's something else on that tape that's going to change that? I don't know. All I, my question to you is, though, why didn't they release it? Why don't you throw it like you if you want to win something, you said, I'm going to go all chips in. I'm putting all my chips in. Right. Why didn't they put all the chips in? 
I can't speak for NBC, man. Is there something that would redeem that conversation? I don't think it's redeemable. Okay, I don't know if it is either. But my point is, the reason someone like Trump wins is because you can get a fan base that said they're setting him up because he ran on <laughs> he ran on conspiracy. <laughs> That's how he won. He ran on bigotry, nigga, and conspiracy that they were gonna they were keeping this from <sighs> them. Okay, dude, this is actually historical. We have never done an email episode. Where three emails made up an hour. Well, we got one now. This is history. This is history. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I, I understand some of this. Some of this I get. But I, when you say defend or support, did you say defend or support Trump? Both. Yeah. And here's what I did purposely today. I went through all these emails because I, I, I said what I don't want to do is just read them as they come. Because there's so many people hitting you up about this. And I didn't want to read 10 in a row. We couldn't even get through three. Yeah. Really two. Because the first email was about Tony Soprano. But two took up the, the, the time. Yeah. So I was like, let me sprinkle. Okay, some Andy well, Slams. Well, this is a long email. Well, well no. But I, I had some Andy Slams, Farrah, and this dude. I had to open up with something light. I had some more light shit coming. We didn't even get to the other shit. No, we didn't. There it is. This is a to be continued. This is a cliffhanger like a motherfucker. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to put out an edited version of this. Where I, of what? Of this podcast. And, and I put out just the things I want people to hear. That's funny. That's f- <laughs> I give you credit, bro. You, you know, you... Uh, you stand by your, you stand your ground, man. Because, because my whole thing is this, and I'm, and that's, that's one of those. If you saw everybody jump off the roof, you would jump off too. So you don't have to follow the crowd. But goddamn, there's so many people saying the same thing yeah. about your viewpoint. I get and it. You just refuse. No, to- I get what they're saying. I want all the information. That's all I've ever asked for. Give me all the information. I'll make my decision without all the information. I made my decision reluctantly and painfully so on this last election without all the with, with, with whether or not there was misquotes or whatever I, I know where my humanity is give me the information that sounds weird because if you know where your humanity is why why is there an argument because you have to bring other people along just because you know it doesn't mean that everybody does. Give out the right information. Give it all so out. So we need all the information all to it. know what everybody already knows, which is Donald Trump's a piece of shit. If everybody knew it, we wouldn't have had a split election. No, we had a split election because half this country is racist. Give them the information. We can cha- uh, Do you we think can- half this country was racist? No, I think we could change it. I think a good third of this country is probably racist. Yeah. Racist, I'll put, I won't even put it all on racism. I'll put it on stupidity. You'd have to be stupid. That's better. Because- you'd have to be stupid yeah. to not see this man as a piece of shit. Okay. You'd have to be stupid to not see this man as a racist. You'd have to be stupid to, 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 to see that he lacks empathy. And, and why do I keep saying it like he's no longer in the past? This motherfucker's the past, bro. No, even though technically much. he's still president. Yeah. But you'd have to be stupid and... and, and, and to not see all of that, the narcissism, the racism, the sexism. And what did you say? What, what's that? What did you say? It's not racism. You gave it to not. That's stupidity, it's too. Stupidity, non education. 
Not not being educated? Is that what you think? Yeah, for, okay. okay. How do you solve stupidity non-education? First, cut the head off the snake. You give no because get rid of him. Even if you cut the head off the snake, you still have all the people there. Yeah, you do. But I'm okay, just but saying. So let's just... You know how you can do it, though. Education is the way you do it. So give all the information. Give all the information okay. because if you give all the information, maybe you could have changed some of those. Or opinions. maybe you're smart enough to not need all the information. Not everybody is that way. And if and if, you just you just said it right now, you know, said but, they're but, not but, educated. But if Donald Trump fans are fans of him for the reasons we really believe they're fans of his for. They don't give a fuck about the rest of the information. They don't because you know what those people are? Those people wanted the economy and their lives to be benefiting from someone like that in office. Uh-huh. And they didn't care about the humanity. Okay. You have to give out the information, man. You said it. Education, is the, education was part of it. Give out all the information. Give it out correctly. Don't allow people to change the narrative. I want to read at least one good one. One change. Let's land on a nice note. Uh... It's from uh, Kyle Singer. Keanu Reeves. <sighs> yeah. What is it, fellas? Kyle Singer again. I'm listening to the Owen oh, Kush Soul. I really have your oh, email sh- in this fucking. No, pile. and I have that other email we have I to know. do. We're just gonna go longer. We gotta do these. Let's do let's do these three three more emails. We'll get them out. We gotta do it. Um I'm listening to the episode two oh four, and you brought up Keanu Reeves. Well, I have a treat for you. Uh, my lady and I were watching Netflix movies this past weekend and came across a movie titled Knock Knock, the star of the movie. You guessed it, Keanu. It's a movie where his family goes away for vacation for the weekend and he stayed home for work reasons. Later that night, there's a random knock at his door and he opens it. It's two young white girls all soaking wet from the rain. Long story short, he lets them in. They have a threesome. Turns out that these two bitches are crazy and they ruin his fucking life. That's basically the movie in a nutshell. But there's this particular scene you have to see, he puts in caps. It's fucking hilarious. They somehow get him buried in the ground to where only his head is showing, and then he lashes out with frustration. It's the worst display of acting I've ever seen. Check it out and speak on it on the PC. Peace out, brothers. Kyle. Dog, I saw this movie. I did too. Um, and the funny thing is when I was perusing through Netflix the other night, I saw you know, the picture for the movie, and I was like, oh, shit, what is this? And I didn't watch it. I was just like, oh, what is this? But now that you describe it, I saw that movie. Yeah, it's... Uh, wasn't bad. It wasn't good. Wasn't good, but it wasn't bad. You know. Yeah. It's cans. It's just cans. <laughs> they wanted me back. Yeah, so I'm guessing I'm back. Yeah. Yeah. Yay he, yay he. You. All right. Coast, dude, you, uh, you know I love you, brother, but man, dial it down a notch, nigga. This motherfucker be hitting me up. Yo, got to read my email, my email, my email. We're going to get to you, baby. Relax. Um, culture. And he puts it at the end. P.S. It's soul, not coal. So, culture, soul. Caray. All right. Um, good moment, my patanus. Love the person who wrote good moment in the last email episode. Uh, all right. So, I've been meaning to ask y'all both if you've seen the 26 documentary called Dying Laughing. Yeah, I saw it. Which can be viewed on the Prime Video streaming platform. I think it's the best comedy documentary I've ever watched. It has many of the comedians in it that we love and appreciate. They give their stories about stand-up on the road. However, 
It occurred to me that Andy Steinberg and Ari Spears, for whatever reason, were not asked to be in it. So that pissed me off. This motherfucker is one of the most loyal ass niggas. Dude, you're not going to see me in anything, so don't worry about me. <laughs> that being said, you should both check it out. Just for shits and giggles, can you both remember the first dates, as in dating, you have ever been on and how you thought it was going to turn out in your head versus how it actually played out? Hmm. Do you think that the dating game is disastrous or exciting? Aries, you've addressed via Instagram the notion of giving online dating a possibility. Personally, I can tell you that it is a hit and miss experience. For some reason, I found the more attractive women are the ones out in the real world. Patrice O'Neill spoke about how women are not skilled at being charming as opposed to men who are. Do you both agree with this assessment? Can women have the ability to be charming as well? Absolutely. Um, but yeah, Patrice is white. Is right, white. Patrice is right. Um, yeah, because it's an interview. Um, every man is trying to interview for the pussy. So, you know, we have to bring our resume, uh, which is, you know, how much money do you make? How charming are you? Are you funny? What are your goals, your aspirations? And women should bring it, too. Um, but, you know, the, 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 the goals sometimes are not the same. Uh, my first date, God, I don't fucking shit. Uh, my baby mother, nigga, that was the first real date I went on and cut to a uh, 21-year-old daughter. And a lot of problems later. That was your first date? Yeah. How old, how old were you? 21. That was your first date at 21? Yeah. So yeah. when you were on TV, mm-hmm. 16, mm-hmm. You didn't, there was no dates? I had no money, man. I had no money. Uh, I didn't have a car. Uh, I didn't get everything until I was probably about uh, 18 19. See, see, that's weird because if you're an average 15, 16 year old kid mm-hmm. in high school, maybe you go on a date, you know, to oh. the movies, take a bus, or your parents drop you off, something women, like women that. Women didn't fuck with me, nigga. <laughs> I had no shot. I wore champion sneakers. <laughs> Shit, nigga. This is where Nikes and Jordans and. Reebok and Adidas, I had champions, nigga. Dude, I'm so old. Nike wasn't all the way out until I was in junior high. Right, right. So, right, like, right, you right. know, you didn't need all that. Yeah, no, I no, no, I wasn't a go-to dude. So 21. 21. I guess, but even though, would you even count, like, early high school, like, early high school dates? I don't know if I'd even count Yeah, those. I mean, that, like, going to the movies and your father gave you movie money. That, that, really that, 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 that date is in. when you, you, her, and the bill is given to you. <laughs> And you pay that motherfucker. I don't remember then what my first date is. I really yeah. don't. I, I, really, I was a DJ at a club. Mm. And so we went on dates after the, after the club closed. So right. I don't know that there was a... We'd end up at someone's party. Right. And you do whatever you do at someone's party. Mm-hmm. So there was no financial commitment at that, in that. Because right. it was at someone's house after hours. Right. So that that's that's the best. But that that was a that was a different game. That was the eighties. That that was the cocaine game. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember. Um, God, I I, I wonder. I, we couldn't have been the only ones to do this. Uh, speaking of DJ, well, we didn't have a DJ, but when we had house parties in our teens, and some one of our friends' uh, basements when the parents was gone, we would play all the latest rap hits, and one was by uh, Black Sheep. Uh, 
Who's the black sheep? Wait, wait, uh, in, ding, 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 ding. Engine, engine. Was it dumb? Was it that? Yeah. And then it was, and we would all creep to the floor, like bend down. Pack it up, pack it up, pack it up. Back to this. I might be mixing up rap songs. Yeah, like, I this think is you're, fucking you're it up. up you but black sheep. Doom, 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 doom. I know how many niggas is listening to this right now, screaming it. Um, Here's the black sheep. Where's the black sheep? But we would do that thing where you get down on that part of the song. And then they would do the chorus, and when it got to the crescendo, everybody just jumped up and started jumping up in the basement. It was those uh, like house party years. Yeah, well, my, uh, my friend Tim, you know, oh, I want to go back to D.C. for a second, but I want to say this about Tim. Uh, that's when we were, we, became, we were really good friends during that right. time, and that's uh, Black Sheep, and he was a DJ on a radio station there, mm-hmm. and I had a clothing store at the time. Um, dude, I want to talk to you really quick, though, because you said uh, my fear there's a reason I don't say the N-word on the podcast, and the reason is... Oh, you go back to D.C. Yeah, I want to say, say oh. this to him really quick because he said it was out of fear. Nah, man, it's out of respect. I have a friend that's close to me. Aries knows him. He hates uh, that word in general, mm-hmm. first of all, and uh, he really hates it when white dudes say it, and this is one of my best friends in the world, and I wouldn't disrespect him like that. I do use it on stage when I, when I tell a joke. He's heard it. It's like I didn't look for his approval to do it, but on this podcast, when I don't need to say it, I ain't saying it, and it's it's out of respect. So I don't know how you feel about that in your scared uh, category. I actually respect a man, so that's who's close to me. That, that's why I don't do it. That is the real reason I don't do it. Yeah, I, listen, I, 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 you know, I respect it. Um, There's times I, I don't be funny. I, I don't always agree with it because I, again, I know comedically. Timing-wise, if you said it at certain times where it would be appropriate, it would be the Dwayne Wade to LeBron James alley-oop in Miami. I know what I, I, I we comedically it would be on time, but you don't do it, so you Dude, don't do it. If I'm willing to do it in a room with 400 black people looking at me and do that joke, it has nothing to do with my fear. It has specifically to do with people that I respect. That's what it is. No, listen, I, I get it. I'm not arguing with you about that. No. I, that's a noble thing. I'm just saying there are times when I'm like, damn, if Andy said that shit right now, that would be hilarious. I don't say, I don't say and, and I hate using initials, but it's the only way that I can put this out. I don't say G, the GD thing. I told you GD. that last night. Uh, damn. Yeah, I don't ever say that. Why? Ever. I just feel like... Uh, I don't know where my place is with God, and I don't need to oh, throw that out there. Oh, because of God, because God, yeah. right. And I, and I don't say the other one. I don't say the N-word because of uh, respect for people that I believe in, that I believe in personally, and I, I, right. I believe who, as a person, I would never want to insult them. Right. So, and that, that, those, are, those are two things that I've never wavered on. And, and there's moments when I listen to Richard Pryor, mm-hmm. and he uses GD, and I heard the cadence, and I was like, yeah, I, I swear to God, I sat in the shower one day and I was thinking of a joke and I go, you know, it would be perfect right there. And in my head, I'm like, that word just, it flows so perfectly. Right. Like, I can't do it though. Right. I, I just won't, I won't let myself do it. And I don't even use that on stage at all. Right. All right. All right, y'all. Uh, oh, oh, I got a shout out to, uh, to uh, Angel Cabron, Justin. Uh, he's having his birthday. I, 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 can we read his re- email real quick since we didn't do that one? I'll let you read it. He'd love it if you read it. Uh, who was his name? Uh, it's it's Justin. Okay, to Justin. Uh, hey, Andy and Aries, hope you guys are doing well. I'm Justin, been a fan for the podcast for a while. 
Start from the bottom. Episode one. Now we oh, started from the bottom. Now we here. Uh, now we here. Episode one ninety nine. I need to know why Angel is so butthurt about y'all not giving him a birthday shout out. Cause that nigga's crazy. Um, like bro, Andy and Aries got a thing called a life that they're dealing with. They're on the road and they have to deal with a lot of shit. Sometimes they just can't read every email they receive. I sent them at least three emails, and I ain't upset that they didn't read read them on the show. I got my own man reading the shit. Well, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's I got funny. my own shit to worry about, too. You sound like a carbone? Cabron. Cabron. Oh, you got to say it. I was going to say, oh, Cabron. Yeah. Cabron. Yeah, exactly. Okay, you should be honored that ANA, although Evit, acknowledged you and read your bitch fit email, especially calling Aries ugly, bro. Are you gay? Like, why would you, like, why would you judge a man on his looks? The fact that you said you're a good Puerto Rican to Aries makes me question you, bro. I hope you don't live in the Bronx, Bronx, bro, because that ain't no Bronx shit. Anyway, big shout out to New York. Anyway, that's the end of the angel part of this email, and I apologize for the long email. Had to say my piece on this. I've spoke to Andy on Instagram and asked if I can get a birthday shout out for November 19th. Well, watch this. Happy birthday, Justin. Happy birthday, Justin. Happy See when you birthday, approach man. this in a nice, you know I mean? civil way. Damn, angel. Um, I'm going to turn 30, and if y'all don't get around to it, that's fine. I'll still be a fan of the podcast, unlike Angel, who needs to, who needs to the banana, needs to the banana out of his tailpipe. Take the banana. banana. Take the banana out of your tailpipe. Justin, you know what's about to happen, right? Ten dollar. <laughs> a lot of money to you. Happy birthday. Hey, man, I'm not falling for no banana in my tailpipe. You... Brothers, your flow should be more natural. I'm not falling for the banana of the tailpipe. You've been hanging around this dude too long. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was like this one. Um, love you guys. Love y'all guys. Keep up the great work. P.S. I'm glad the Trump isn't going to serve another term. But I'm not fond of Biden being our president either. But I'd rather have him in charge. Having Biden as our president is like going to a restaurant and asking for a Coke. And then the waiter waitress says, is Pepsi okay? <laughs> that's funny. So, Justin, thanks Justin. a lot. Yeah, Justin. Yeah, Justin. I liked it. You said, and, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was nice, man. That was sweet. I ain't falling for no banana in my tailpipe. Eddie Murphy, Beverly Hills Cop 2. All right, y'all. Um, there it is. There it is. Uh, Hits 101. Follow us on all our shit. Uh, Spearsburg Pod on all... Um, all streaming, uh, all platforms. Uh, so whether it's Instagram, uh, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, yes, all of that, it's all there. Um, bop, 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 bop. Okay, coming up next, as we end, as always, we are going to give you an up and coming artiste. Um, let me see. Da, 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 da. God, you know, it's amazing how we talked about the uh, idiocy of people. Um, I, I just don't get how it's so hard for people to follow directions and not um, put things together, which should be common sense and not have to be told to you. Um, people, it's a three-part process. You send the money. You email, them, email me what you want played. 
and you include your socials. If you send me the money, but you don't send me your shit, what am I playing? And if you don't send me your socials, how do I promote you? I shouldn't have to tell you this. Come on, man. Some of you guys are sending me one or the other. Uh, like yo, Jerry yo. Maguire, the movie I was in. Help me, Rod. Help me help you. Get what you pay for. Yeah. That's what it's for. It's so that we can uh, to, to uh, edit this in. Yeah. Look, like this one here. Oh, uh, s- this why one. would you send me a link? Uh, all right. I'm a, I'm a do, usually I would send this to Steve, but I'm going to have to do this this way. Um, Jeff Warren is a comedian. What's up, Aries? Longtime fan. I just sent the $5. Blah, 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 blah. I want to use the first three jokes of my time traveler set. They're quick one-liners. Instagram, Jeff Warren, J-E-F-F-W-A-R-R-E-N, 4747. Twitter, at Jeff Warren, 47. Um, YouTube.com slash Jeff Warren, 47. Email. Oh, well, he don't need, I don't need to give you his email. Should I give out his email? Might as well, he's on there. Jeff Morgan, 515 at gmail.com. That's J-E-F-F-M-O-R-G-A-N, 515 at gmail.com. Let's see if this nigga funny. I don't do comedy. My therapist told me to come up here and share with you guys. For breakfast yesterday, I had some Rice Krispies. And I was feeling kind of frisky, so I decided to pour a small amount of Cocoa Krispies on top. <laughs> then I, I remember the old school commercials of the kid who would put his ear to the bowl and hear the Rice Krispies talk. I poured the milk, put my ear to the bowl, and listened in shock and horror as the Rice Krispies, referring to the Cocoa Krispies, said, well, there goes the neighborhood. <laughs> um, Charlie Sheen, he contracted, he contracted the HIV virus in 2016. And here's a documentary about his life that's going to be released next year. I think the title should be called Two and a Half White Blood Cells. <laughs> um, I used to be a motivational speaker. I would travel to inner city schools and teach kids about positive thinking and the powers of the mind. To make ends meet, I got a job as a dispatcher for the emergency medical brace of life alert. After completing an energetic speech about positive thinking and perseverance, I went to work. My first job was an old woman. She was like, <clears throat> I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> Ignoring protocol, I said, yes, you can. <laughs> I said, yes, you can. Just put your mind to it. Inside of the word can't is the word can. I believe in you. And I hung up. <laughs> I don't work there anymore. <laughs> Can you feel it, baby?